I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is People Every Day. Coming up, Kim and Pete, Michael B. and Lori, Sean and Camila, inside the latest celebrity relationship news that everyone is buzzing about. Plus... What happened to model and aspiring actress Christy Giles? And Meghan Markle tells all on Ellen. It's November 18th. Hello, hello. This is People Every Day, and I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein. It is Thursday. I hope you all are staying warm out there. I'm wrapped up in a little something-something right now. (laughs) Starting off today with details of a royal sit-down. We teased it yesterday, but the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, stopped by Ellen for a sweet interview where she touched on not only her life before all the pomp and circumstance, but also her and Harry's story and life now with their two kids, Archie and Lilibet. Going back, she shared details of a party in Toronto that she and Prince Harry went to in 2016 while they were still under the radar. Take a listen. He came to see me in Toronto and um, and our friends and his cousin Eugenie and now her husband Jack, they came as well and the four of us snuck out in Halloween costumes to just have one fun night on the town before it was out in the world that we were a couple. So you went with Harry to a Halloween party and they had no idea it was the two of you? No. It was a a post-apocalypse theme, so we had all of this very bizarre costuming on, and we were able to just sort of have one final fun night out. And speaking of Halloween, she revealed what the kids went as this year. Archie was a dinosaur, and Lily was a little skunk. (laughs) All right, my friends, it's now time to dig in. There are lots of juicy relationship updates we have to get into. That's why I've asked people's Zoe Ruderman, the host of our Me Becoming Mom podcast, to join the conversation. Hi, Zoe. Hello, how's it going? Good, good, good. Well, before... We get into Celebrity Love Live. Speaking of me becoming mom, there was one sad story I wanted to mention. It's about the Hills star Whitney Port and her husband Tim Rosenman. Uh, They had a miscarriage. My heart is just breaking for both of them. Not too long ago, Zoe, you were talking about her pregnancy and her fears of losing the baby. At the time, she had posted a YouTube video saying she was scared she had an unhealthy pregnancy. So Whitney has been really open through all of her pregnancies. And yeah, Janine, we talked recently, um, she and her husband had posted on their YouTube channel that they were going through a bit of a scare. She was very early in a pregnancy and they had um, a not so great appointment um, followed by an appointment saying actually things could be looking okay, but they were continuing to be worried that it was another unhealthy pregnancy. And as you probably remember, she has had um, a number of pregnancy losses already. So it's really, it's heartbreaking. Um, 
I love that she's open about it. I know that's not for everyone, but I think it like creates this community and makes people realize they're not alone. We know that one in four women goes through pregnancy loss. Um, and I think that this creates like a conversation and it destigmatizes. So yeah, she and her husband said, um, I'm so sad to say that, but we lost the baby. They were somewhat prepared for this, as prepared as you possibly can be, but it, it doesn't change how upsetting it is. And she's been really open yeah. about just being desperate for another child. And, you know, I know what that feeling is like. And I thought it was interesting. She did say on Instagram, I don't want to be insensitive by making light of this, but glass half full, I don't physically feel like complete shit anymore. So it was interesting that she's just really being honest from all angles, which I appreciated. Yeah, for sure. It's just an emotional roller coaster for her. It's not just the ups and downs for her and her husband, though. Thousands of people, like you said, were following this journey with her. So what do you think it means for her to grieve in the public eye? So, so many of the women that I've spoken to for the Me Becoming Mom podcast who have gone through things like this, whether it's um, failed pregnancy attempts or failed adoptions or surrogacy, said that actually opening up and sharing was really helpful because they got a lot of really positive comments, whether it was on Instagram or YouTube or, you know, private messages. Mm. And every single woman I spoke to said they sat and they read every single message. Yeah. When you think of having like a shoulder yeah. to cry on, you have, you know, thousands of, of shoulders, it, it might seem when you when you put it out there like that. So in a situation like this, if you were her friend, Zoe, how would you offer support? I would just say I'm here for you. Um, you know, it sucks. I found it really helpful for people to say that to me. I did not want suggestions. I didn't want people to say, oh, I know someone who went through exactly this and now they have a really healthy kid. Great for your friend. I kind of don't want to hear about it right now. I think it's about like what I think of as neutral support saying I'm here for you. If there's anything you need, Um, I think reaching out to the husband, a lot of people forget the partner. If there is a partner in these situations, I had friends who reached out to my husband and I was just really touched by that. Great advice, Zoe. Well, thanks for taking us through that tough one. Let's move on to a bit of lighter news. Let's talk about those relationships. Yes. Uh, We're getting some amazing photos of Pete Davidson's 28th birthday celebration straight from the Jenner home. So, yep, the photos were posted to rapper Flavor Flav's Instagram. I know I'm throwing a lot of names out there. (laughs) In one of them, you see Davidson, Flavor Flav, Kim Kardashian West, obviously, and her mom, Kris Jenner. They are all sporting matching black and brown plaid pajamas. (laughs) Now, this just sounds like a wild party. Zoe, I'm guessing your 28th birthday looked very similar. Exactly the same. Yeah. So Flavor Flav Mm -hmm. actually hosted, he thinks of me as um, his adopted (laughs) daughter. That was the best part to me that he called Davidson as his adopted son. I'm like, Really? Like, how did I not know about this relationship? What? Like, how? Yes. Uh, He said, celebrating my adopted son, Pete Davidson's birthday with the legends, Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner. Pete, I never took a clock off my neck to give to someone and you will be the last person I do this for. So the the clock has been passed. I mean, that's like really meaningful. That's like basically a friendship bracelet. This is like, I mean, who knew they had this bromance? I'm I'm very into it. Oh my goodness. Well, what do we know about... uh, the other person that was there, Kim and David, they seem, they seem to be going strong. They are going strong. Yeah. So we know that even though they're separated by an entire country, they're on different coasts. Um, they're staying in touch. They're getting to know each other be- better. They're getting along. 
sound great. Um, what the source told us is Kim loves his spark, which I was like, is that a euphemism for something else we've heard about Pete Davidson? Nope. But mm, let's not go okay. there. We won't read into that. That's just me editorializing everyone. Um, but, you know, he <laughs> thinks she thinks that he's really funny and entertaining and he makes Kim happy and they're dating and enjoying it. We know Kim has been through a lot of relationship drama, so I can see how she would kind of swing to this end of the spectrum. Someone who just seems like pure wild fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, speaking of going strong, Mr. Former, Sexiest Man Alive, and Lori Harvey are definitely in that camp. Michael B. Jordan and Lori uh, are just, you know, giving us the photos we need on their anniversary. The Black Panther star shared a gallery of romantic images to his IG story. The caption's reading, happy anniversary, and it's been a year. Crazy. So Lori Harvey daughter, as we know of TV star Steve Harvey, shared a few photos of her own with the caption, happy anniversary, my love, with a heart emoji. I love this. Uh, Their relationship was Instagram official this past January, but clearly they've been together at least a few months before that, we now know. Um, And we're here for all of it, right? I am so into this couple. And here's my prediction. They are going to get engaged in 2022. I'm putting money on it right here. Gorgeous, gorgeous on both ends. I'm just, I'm, I'm already dreaming about these gorgeous babies. I know I'm that horrible person that pushes things too far too fast. I was going to say it too. I mean, they're so smoking hot. How can your head not go there? Come on. Okay. Sad news though. This one's a breakup coming out of the music world. Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello announced their split last night on their Instagram stories after two years together. I, I definitely didn't see this coming, and I am so sad to hear this news. What did they say in their announcement? Yeah, so I thought it was really interesting. They posted the exact same message with seems. This is sort of the way that celebrities do it on Instagram now. They said, hey, guys, we've decided to end our romantic relationship, but our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. We started our relationship Mm. as best friends and will continue to be best friends. So it was obviously not contentious, very amicable, um, very friendly. It seems like maybe they're just kind of going their separate ways. But I was a little surprised, too, because they've kind of weathered it all. They got through the pandemic together. They quarantined together. And they've worked together. have a dog together. I mean, this is real. I know. And they've they've like gone through all the rumors as yes. well of like this is a staged relationship. This isn't real. This is one of those Disney matchups You're totally or whatever. Totally right, Jean. I sick. feel like sometimes like when people make it through all of that, like there were engagement yeah. rumors that they shut down, there were breakup rumors. That's what kind of gives me the feeling of like, oh, maybe this is real because like they're still going strong after oh. that. So yeah, I was a little surprised too. <laughs> oh, okay. And before I let you go, can we please talk about a bit of happy baby news. Country singer Thomas Rhett and his wife Lauren welcomed their fourth daughter on November 15th named Lily Carolina. So tell me more about how they announced their new bundle of joy to the world. So they posted on Instagram yesterday and Thomas wrote, Lily Carolina Aikens was born November 15th, 7.5 pounds of pure joy. And I love when husbands write this. He said, Lauren, you are my hero. Watching a child being born is a legit a miracle. Four under six. Here we go. That tired me out just hearing that. Ooh, yeah. Lord. Before I lose you, lose you, tell me about your episode coming out today of Me Becoming Mom. Yeah. 
I'm really excited about this one. So I spoke to Jillian Michaels, the fitness guru who she actually became a mom twice over in 72 hours while her partner at the time, Heidi, was giving birth literally in labor with like an oxygen mask on. They got the email that their adoption of Lucensia in Haiti had gone through. So um, today is actually World Adoption Day. So I'm really, really excited for everyone to hear this episode. Um, warning, though, we both cry within like the first five minutes. And this was <laughs> the interview where I was like, oh, I need to be wearing waterproof mascara when I do these calls. So it's a, a really great episode. Oh, my God. That almost sounds like Lauren Aiken's story of how she and Thomas yes. Rhett got, you know, to have the big family they have. So I love that. All right. Well, everyone check that out. And thanks again, Zoe. Thanks, Janine. Next up, People crime writer Steve Helling joins the show to take me into a head-scratcher of a story involving a young model who went to a party in L.A. only to turn up dead and left outside of a hospital. Stick around. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Guys, I am here now with people Steve Helling to dig into a crime story that is really resonating with our readers. Over the weekend, 24-year-old model and aspiring actress Christy Giles was found dead outside of a Los Angeles hospital. She and her friend, designer Hilda Marcella Cabrales Arzola, had been at a party together the night before, and just hours after Giles was discovered, Cabrales Arzola was also dropped off at a different hospital. She's still there and in critical condition, though local media is reporting that she has limited brain activity and the likelihood of recovery is slim. It's a very sad story that has taken an even darker turn as we've learned loved ones of the victims have started weighing in on what they think happened the night before. So Steve, there's a lot to unpack here and we have two primary sources of information, what police have said and what loved ones have alleged on a GoFundMe page. So walk us through our reporting on Christy Giles. Yeah, sure. You know, the LAPD is saying that they're investigating this as a possible overdose of heroin. But mm. the um, the family, including uh, uh, Giles' husband, uh, Jan uh, Silliers, he says he suspects foul play. He says he knows these women. Neither of these women would ever intentionally inject heroin or any drugs. And he also says that he has text messages from that night that basically suggests that they were over this party, they didn't like it, and they wanted to get out of there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the LAPD is looking at it as an overdose, but they haven't ruled out anything. So if there is foul play, you know, hopefully they'll get to the bottom of it. 
Mm, well, we've learned a lot through this GoFundMe page created by Silliers and another woman. I'm going to read a little bit of what their post says. They say they're raising money for funeral costs and a private investigator. And that quote, on Saturday, November 13th, Christy and her friend Hilda were allegedly drugged. Twelve hours later, three men in an all-black car who were masked in bandanas with license plates removed dropped Christy off on the sidewalk of a hospital. Christy was already lifeless and pronounced dead at the scene. Two hours later, the same vehicle with two masked men dropped her friend, Hilda off at a different hospital. Hilda is currently in critical condition and fighting for her life. So what else did they say on this page? Well, you know, that was their big allegation. And what they say is that other women have come forward and said that this sounds all too familiar to them, Mm. but they survived it. So they're saying that this is nothing rare and that it's tragic and it's dangerous and it's something that young women should know about. Uh, I know there has been just a huge uptick in these overdoses and and different drugs being laced and just issues with that around Los Angeles. I mean, the nation, honestly. But have we heard anything else from the LAPD? Well, you know, basically what they're saying is that they are, um, you know, they're investigating it. And they're not about to start saying it was foul play or it was an intentional overdose because they're not ready to say that. What they're Mm -hmm. doing is they're investigating. Of course, they're looking into any surveillance video of, you know, the drop off of these bodies. Um, They're also looking into other things, you know, the text messages. Uh, They're trying to investigate all avenues. Yeah, because there is something to... That if if it was an overdose for whatever reason, still um, that drop-off situation to have one person taken one place and another person taken another place and they were together. It just, it's very, it's scary and it's it's very suspicious. Yes. And, and before we go, I want to close with what we knew about Guile. So what has her family said about her and, and what What was she like in L.A.? What was she doing? She was an aspiring model and actress. Um, You know, she was one of those, uh, you know, women who comes to, to, uh, you know, L.A. in the hopes of, you know, making it big. And that's what her dream was. You know, she was, um, uh, you know, working on her portfolio. She was working on her acting. And she was really hoping that she was going to get a really good career going. And, you know, at 24, you know, really she had limitless opportunities. That was People crime writer Steve Helling. For more on this story, head over to People.com. Also, if you're interested in crime and entertainment, I've got a podcast I suspect you're going to love. Criminality is for those who love reality TV, true crime, and where the two genres intersect. So every other Friday, hosts Melissa and Rebecca will share the true story of a reality personality who face more than just champagne problems, like when Kim Kardashian was robbed in Paris, or the IRS situation Mike Sorrentino found himself in, and of course, more than one Real Housewives scandal. So tune into Criminality, because as they say on the show, loving reality isn't a crime. (laughs) And now, something to make you smile. If you see a bright yellow vehicle pull up beside you, Get ready to have your spirits lifted. Headquartered in Texas, La La Land Kind Cafe, an organic eatery that employs foster youth, is on a mission to spread kindness one compliment at a time. Regularly, their team loads up and hits the streets, spreading joy to everyday people. Listen in. You look so good in this jacket. 
second. Oh, thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you all. Your hair looks incredible. Well, as we enter into the holiday season of this crazy year, I know a lot of people could use that cheer. So good on them. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>